It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. It's the Thursday, October 28th edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Purposed Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, of course, we'll have the latest news and numbers from COVID-19. And the speech thrown yesterday got the fall session of the Saskatchewan Legislature underway. Now, we shared most of what Premier Scott Moe's State of the Province address had to say, or what he had to say in the State of the Province address earlier this week. And it was, of course, closely related to the throne speech. So, uh... We won't do that again, but we will share some of the highlights, and we'll get reaction from the two Moose Jaw MLAs, Tim McLeod and Moose Jaw North, and Greg Lawrence and Moose Jaw Waccamau. Halloween! Are you in? Some are not. We found, while many plan on letting the kids go out trick-or-treating on Sunday, more than half of Canadians are not comfortable with the kids coming to the door. I'll share that story on my daily commentary later. Also, some local guys are having some fun with Halloween. A lot of local people are having fun with decorations, some spectacular displays. And my friends Mark Gilliland and Jesse Halverson have a big night planned on Sunday, and you're invited to check out their display and help them raise money for charity this weekend. Mark and Jesse will be here to tell us more. Our Classroom of the Month, Mrs. Baum, grade 6 teacher, Sunningdale School, nominated by one of the kids in her class and her mom. We'll share that nice story. And Warriors Hockey, our guys have lost four in a row. They took a licking in Saskatoon last night. Details on sports in minutes. All this and more on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon. I'm Haley Shirky. Since the poppy was designated as the national symbol of remembrance 100 years ago, plenty has changed. Honoring those who serve our country isn't one of them. Royal Canadian Legion Branch 59 President Roy LeBuick. We have tap-and-go boxes, donation boxes now, where you can get your poppy and you can tap your debit or credit card. And there's set amounts of $2, $5, or $10, which will be uh, located, there's eight of them that will be located uh, uh, around Moose Jaw. Volunteers will be out on Saturday selling poppies, and they are in need of more people to help. Contact the local branch to sign up. Bruce Fairman, historic author, has delivered another book, Moose Jaw the Boom Years, 1904-1914. Fairman has spent years digging into the history of our city using the archives at the public library. He explains why he started writing. And I came down first trip. I went up in the bus pick up my my car or my motorcycle, one of the two to drive it down from Saskatoon, stepped into a pothole, broke my foot, and I couldn't walk on that foot for almost a year. So that's when it started. It started, as I said, it started as a family tree, and it went crazy from there. You can find the book at a number of local stops around the city. A couple from Morse, Saskatchewan, Jeff and Colette Heschel, have created a product that will make its show-stopping debut on Dragon's Den, the leveler. The leveler is used for leveling any posts, steps, decks, and patios. Jeff Heschel says he got the idea when he went out to buy a product to level his deck and couldn't find anything up to standard. So I just went down to the shop and looked around and gathered a few things together and built my own. 
So I put that on our deck. And then from that is where there was uh, different comments along the next few years saying, where did you get those things? And, and uh, boy, I'd buy some of those if, if I could find something like that. So that's how the idea was born. Their episode of Dragon's Den will air on November 4th. The 29th legislature opened yesterday with a speech from the throne presented by Lieutenant Governor Russ Morasti. Highlighted in the speech was managing through the pandemic as well as the province's growing economy. Moostraw Wakamau MLA Greg Lawrence on what has kept Saskatchewan's economy going strong. I attribute that to the, the working people of Saskatchewan and the businesses that are here. Uh, it's government's job to create a friendly environment for business and we've done that. Other highlights include the power plant being built in Moostraw as well as a crime reduction team that will be created in the city. The city of Moostraw and the Moostraw Soccer Association have come to a new agreement for the use of the Yara Centre. The agreement would allow Moostraw Soccer to continue to hold programming and training in the facility. Derek Blay, Director of Parks and Recreation, said Moostraw Soccer has paid up their bills and are trying to fix a rocky relationship with the city. The Moostraw Soccer Association has undergone some significant changes over the past year as they look to work more closely with their members to enhance programming and overall membership. Uh, they no longer have a paid administrator and the board has become more involved in their day-to-day operations. Uh, this change has significantly improved the city's communication with the association and has greatly enhanced our working relationship. The new agreement starting November 1st will be for five years. The Terry Fox Run was a huge success this year, despite being a hybrid event. Donations could be made in person at the run or online. The Moose Jaw community raised $4,700. Craig Hemingway, organizer of the event, highlighted some new additions that helped make the run so successful. The t-shirt sales and having a regular place uh, uh, like the farmer's market to have that exposure, you know, it not only helped us sell t-shirts, but it also just gave that exposure to the run. People would walk by and say, oh yeah, right, the Terry Fox run's coming up. Hemingway says online donations and local business donations were the biggest money raisers this year. And now the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 222 points. The Dow Jones is up 168 points. The NASDAQ is up 177 points. And the Canadian dollar is up at 81 cents. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is heading to Europe for talks on the pandemic, economic recovery, and action on climate change. His six-day trip will begin with an official visit to the Netherlands. Trudeau will then fly to Rome for the G20 Leader Summit and then to Glasgow, Scotland for high-level UN climate talks. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole is criticizing Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's choice of former environmental activist Stephen Gilbeau as his new environment minister. O'Toole says now is the time to make sure Canada supports thousands of families who depend on jobs in the resource sector while also meeting emissions reductions targets. He claims Trudeau's approach is going to create further division in the country. Gilbo says he's willing to work with companies that are looking to reduce emissions. RCMP and Pharaoh Yukon say yesterday's shooting rampage in the tiny town began as a call about a domestic dispute 
and turned into reports of gunfire that left two people dead and a third critically injured. The 61-year-old suspect, Ralph Shaw, appeared in a Whitehorse court by phone and is charged with two counts each of first-degree murder, attempted murder, and aggravated assault. And a tragedy that saw a drag racer veer into a crowd and crash during a racing event in central Texas has claimed a third life. Police said yesterday that a 46-year-old woman died at University Hospital in San Antonio. Two boys, ages 6 and 8, died the day of the crash Saturday at Kerrville-Kerr County Airport, and several other people were injured. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. Quite an outburst in the second period last night. In just over six minutes, the Saskatoon Blades scored five goals and went on to a 6-2 win over the Moose Jaw Warriors. Tristan Robbins scored three of those goals. Not a natural hat-trick, but a hat-trick within six minutes is pretty good. Braden Yeager and Lucas Breton replied for the Warriors. Moose Jaw back at it tomorrow when they play the Medicine Hat Tigers at Mosea Place, hoping to get out of a four-game losing skid. Another Western Hockey League play last night, the Winnipeg Ice improved to 11-0 and with a 3-2 win over the Hitmen in Calgary. Toronto Maple Leafs' four-game losing streak is over. The Leafs beat Chicago 3-2 in overtime. Also last night, Edmonton lost for the first time this season, 5-3 to the Philadelphia Flyers. World Series tied 1-1. Jose Altuve doubled early, homered late, and scored twice as the Astros beat Atlanta 7-2 last night. Altuve hit a leadoff double and scored in the first inning before adding a solo homer in the seventh. Game three tomorrow night. And the Raptors improved to 2-3 on the season. They beat the Indiana Pacers 118-100 to last night. Discover Moose Jaw weather for a great Canadian dollar store in Moose Jaw. Grand opening specials this Saturday and gift cards for the first 50 shoppers. Main and Caribou Street West in Shoppers Plaza. Sunny, breezy today. Wind West 20, gusting to 40. The high 11. Clear tonight, the low plus one. Mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Gusty wind in the morning. Not so bad in the afternoon. The high 18 degrees. Then it cools off and we get rain showers or flurries overnight Friday. Then sunny breaks Saturday, high plus three. Halloween, Sunday, mix of sun and cloud, zero for a high. Monday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high zero. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 14. Normal high at this time of year is six. Normal low, minus six. Record high, 22, set in 1973. The record low, minus 17 in 1991. Sun came up at 746 and the sun goes down at 546. This hour, Moose Jaw, sunny, 8 degrees. Regina, 6. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, 7. Rockland, Coronac, 9. Swift Current, 7. Elbow, 7. Davidson, Watra, 7. Once again, Assiniboia, 7. Regina, 6. And with the wind, west at 24. And the relative humidity at 44%. It's 8 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. A cooling trend is on order for most of Saskatchewan, and by the time we get to the heart of the weekend, it's going to be a little nippy across the region. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. We do expect another day or two of warm weather. In fact, tomorrow, a low-pressure system pushing into the region will bring us a very warm morning, and we'll look for the western parts of the region to see a reversal in the wind, uh, turning it to the north as we get into the afternoon. But eastern parts of the province will 
stay in a warm air mass for most of the day tomorrow, and some extreme highs will get up into the teens, perhaps, in the south-central and southeastern parts of the region. Everybody else will be uh, in the upper single digits into maybe a few uh, readings of 10 to 13 degrees. I don't think you'll see too much warmer weather than that. It would not be surprising to see a couple of extremes close to 20 degrees near the U.S. border tomorrow afternoon, maybe around the Cornac area, perhaps Valmarie, that might be a little too far to the west, and uh, certainly the Weyburn area in Estevan. Well, we will be looking for colder air, though, shortly after that. A frontal boundary cutting across the region tomorrow will likely bring some rain and snow already in the afternoon to the southwest corner of the region, and that precipitation will work its way to the east-northeast as we go forward through the afternoon and into the evening, and by the time we get to Saturday morning, most of the precipitation will be winding down in the southeast corner of the region. If you are northwest of a line from the uh, Rosetown area to Hudson Bay, you probably will not see much precipitation from this event. And the majority of the precipitation of significance will come out of the Maple Creek console area and extend over to the Yorkton-Melville region. And in that band, we'll probably see totals of moisture running from 3 to 8 millimeters. Now, some computer forecast models still think we could get more than 10 to occur in a few locations, but I don't know that it would be very widespread if that's going to verify at all. And there will be some snow that will fall, and a little bit of accumulation might occur. A trace upwards to 3 or 4 centimeters may occur. The ground is still relatively warm, so it's not going to keep that snow for very long. We'll look for a northwest wind to blow across the region as colder air comes in, and temperatures late in the weekend and early next week may be confined to the positive and negative single digits. That's a far cry from the warm weather we'll have over the next couple of days. And our nighttime lows will likely drop to the range of minus 13, to around minus 7. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Hi folks, Tim from Young's Equipment, your genuine Case IH parts and service dealer. Let's plan for next year. Book winter inspections on Case IH combines, tractors, and sprayers. Pricing of these quality service packages is held from last year until January 31st. Book now to take advantage of 10% off all genuine Case IH parts installed with the inspection. Special trucking rates and Young's loyalty program. Slots are filling fast. Contact Young's Equipment to avoid disappointment. Check youngs.ca today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Road Report on this program is brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL, at My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. Again, you'll see some extra traffic downtown at the Cosmo Center. Advanced polling in the mayoral by-election continues this afternoon. Just getting underway this hour and continues through 6 o'clock. Now, that's the last advance poll at the Cosmo Center. There's another one at Moose Jaw City Hall on Saturday from noon till 6, all right? And then Election Day is coming up next week, November 3rd. So, like I said, a little extra traffic in that neighborhood this afternoon. School zones are in effect, 40K or less. And a reminder, a quick and easy way to know when your garbage is being picked up is with the free Moose Jaw Live app. You'll get push notifications direct to your smartphone so you'll never miss a day. It's free. It's in the App Store. Now today's Paul Martin commentary. Consumers in this province shelled out nearly 5% more in retail spending in August 
That was one of the strongest showings in the country, with only PEI in the Toronto metro area advancing bigger improvements. StatsCan, which tracks this information, noted that sales went up across the country. Every province posted a gain, although the national increase was only about half of what we saw in Saskatchewan. Now, trying to sort out the story behind the story on this one is a bit tricky. We had a lot of factors at play here. First, there was the easing of public health restrictions across the country. That made it easier for consumers and retailers to conduct business. Then there was the inflation thing, which increases the numbers too. Now, the federal agency noted that automotive was up across the board, so that's the price of gasoline going up. That's been elevating inflation. But there was also a big jump in sales of things like clothing. Now, that's more of a consumer-driven game. So we might have a bit of everything contributing to these improvements, and that's a healthy sign for consumer attitudes and general economic activity. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade bowling for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. Before CS2600 CRT TrueFlex Canola with Roundup Ready technology from Cantera Seeds, I plan my summer around spray time, not lake time. But with CS2600 CRT's flexible application timing, the only thing getting sprayed right now is me. And with its first and second generation club root resistance and excellent straight cut performance, it fits my farm like a snug swimsuit. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2600 CRT from your preferred retailer. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. If you're looking for a first or a second shot or a booster shot, if you're eligible, uh, we do have a vaccination clinic on the go in Moose Jaw today, an SHA COVID-19 vaccine clinic on until 5, Moose Jaw Exhibition Convention Center. And there's another one coming up on Tuesday. Uh, and a reminder, the vaccine booster program did expand as of this past Monday. So residents 65 plus, those in the far north or those living on First Nation communities age 50 plus, along with health care workers and people born in 2009 or earlier with underlying health conditions, you're all eligible to receive a booster dose. Immunization records will be confirmed at the vaccination site to ensure that it's been at least six months since your last COVID-19 vaccination. Saskatchewan uh, putting five new COVID-19 related deaths on the stat board yesterday. That's what these are now statistics. 223 new cases, 316 recoveries. So the active case total in Saskatchewan is now at 2,440 61 cases considered active in the South Central Zone, and that's down from 67 yesterday. So again, all week long, these numbers have been trending in the right direction. 271 people, however, are in hospitals province-wide, 214 in inpatient care, 57 people in intensive care units, and four more patients have been transferred to Ontario to take the pressure off the local system. So 16 Saskatchewanians have been taken to Ontario. The legislative session started with a throne speech yesterday. Saskatchewan's legislature opened a new session. The speech from the throne, presented by Lieutenant Governor Russ Morasti, of course. The focus of the speech heading into the new session focused mainly on managing through to the end of the pandemic and on economic development and job creation opportunities in the province, uh, but offered no new supports for the COVID-19 pandemic. Some of the projects that the government is seeing uh, come to fruition include a potash mine and three new canola crushers 
crushing plants, Canada's first wheat straw pulp facility, and a new cedar assembly facility. All things you heard in Premier Scott Moe's State of the Province address earlier this week. Yesterday's speech also included plans to address crime in rural areas through increased police presence and the increase of addiction treatment beds in the province. The government's plan is to add 60 new police positions, as well as create a Provincial Protective Police Services Unit uh, in Saskatchewan trafficking response team. The plan includes the creation of new crime reduction teams in Meadow Lake, LaRange, Lloydminster, and Moose Jaw. Discover Moose Jaw's Sean Slatt speaking with local SAS Party MLAs Tim McLeod and Greg Lawrence following the speech yesterday. Tim and Greg, uh, what were some of your highlights from the uh, Thorns speech this afternoon? Yeah, Tim here. Thanks, Sean. Um, I think the, the thing that jumped off the page for me, it was a it was a very comprehensive throne speech, and I think what the highlight for me was the fact that it it pointed to the billions of dollars that Saskatchewan has attracted to new investments and job opportunities, uh, despite the fact that we've been going through a pandemic. Uh, and the reality is, if if we were able to draw that kind of investment during a pandemic year, uh, the potential for this province is almost unlimited in years ahead. Uh, I guess, Greg, was there anything that uh, stuck out with you? Well, yeah, um, I like what it's doing right for, for Moostra, uh with the new power plant being built there, with the new school being built there. It is, uh, it's focusing on Moostra in those special ways, and it's uh, great for our city. I guess part of the message out of the Thorn Street was the strong economy that we continue to have. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Well, it's great here. What I, I attribute that to the, the working people of Saskatchewan and the businesses that are here. Uh, it's government's job to create a friendly environment for business, and we've done that. And as Tim had said earlier, the investment that's rolling into our province shows us we're ready to get past COVID. I know so as well. It was mentioned uh, about a crime reduction team in Moose Jaw. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what a crime reduction team is? Yeah, so the crime reduction team, um, it's going. there's going to be teams added in Meadow Lake, LaRange, Lloyd Minister, and Moose Jaw. Uh, the government's adding 16 police officers and reallocating some internal positions uh, to, to staff those teams to uh, enhance, pardon me, the, the public safety and increase uh, officer visibility. Okay, perfect. Then I guess uh, coming into this upcoming session, is there anything that uh, you, Tim, or Craig are looking uh, forward to uh, participating in? I'm just looking forward at participating in the, the reply to the speech from the throne and moving our province forward. Um, it's been a tough couple of years, and uh, we see a light at the end of the tunnel. We're not sure how long that tunnel is, but uh, we have to plan for it. So this is a step in the right direction with this speech from the throne. And uh, how about yourself, Tim? Yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged to, uh, to see the light at the end of the COVID tunnel and the, the work that we've been doing despite the pandemic uh, really starting to come to fruition, seeing uh, the continued construction of the, the Great Plains Power Station in Moose Jaw, uh, continued construction of the the joint use school on South Hill. Uh, some some great opportunities for the province that we're we're working towards. And I guess uh, as for yourself, Tim, uh, how are you feeling now that you've got that first term under your belt as an MLA? 
Yeah, I'm really enjoying the experience. Uh, great people and uh, still very appreciative and humbled uh, that the people of Moose Jaw North have entrusted me with this position. And I guess uh, just finally, obviously the pandemic is a hot topic. Uh, what are your thoughts on how the government has handled the pandemic thus far? We've uh, we followed uh, a plan to get people vaccinated. That's the way out of this uh, pandemic is encouraging people out there to get vaccinated. We're 70% vaccinated and we've got a, a ways to go yet to make Saskatchewan safe all over again to make sure we've get those people out there and get vaccinated. Local MLAs Tim McLeod and Greg Lawrence are reacting to yesterday's throne speech. Positive reaction, as you might expect, since they're both uh, members of the Saskatchewan Party government. Uh, there's a whole lot more on the throne speech, by the way, today on discovermoosejaw.com. We'll take a time out and we'll be back to visit with a couple of local characters who are <laughs> putting on a Halloween show on Sunday night. It's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB. Attention cattle producers. Man, go to Stockton Great Company this Friday, October 29th. Angus calves come at 12 noon. Last week's Red Angus Herford Charlie cost sale. 458 steers sold for 236. 558 steers sold for 216. 658 for 206. Heifer calves sold well. Our sales are broadcast on dvauction.com. Updates on our Facebook page. Thanks for making us your market of choice. Angus Kev's still Friday at 12 noon. Call 306-478-2229. In a recent year, there are about 77,000 wholly attributable alcohol hospitalizations in Canada. 77,000 people in one year in hospitals because of alcohol and no other reason. Alcohol use is legal, socially acceptable, and most often enjoyable. It's up to you to keep it that way. Where, when, and how much you drink is your responsibility. Please drink responsibly, and don't ever drink and drive. This message has been brought to you by 800-CHAB. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. A lot of local people are going over the top with the Halloween decorations around town. It's been a lot of fun driving around and seeing all the nicely decorated yards. Some of it's pretty creepy, but uh, people are having fun with Halloween. Of course, Halloween is coming up on Sunday, and uh, it, uh, we've got a poll up on discovermoosejob.com asking you if you and your family will be trick-or-treating this Halloween. And the majority are saying yes. But there's another poll that was done across the country uh, that uh, says uh, the majority of people, over half of Canadians, don't want kids coming to their door. So uh, (laughs) I I think the kids will have to put on some miles to get treats uh, this Sunday night because some houses will be dark, others will be all lit up. One house that will be lit up is at 222 Athabasca Street West on Sunday night. And uh, the guys putting it all together are Mark Gilliland and Jesse Halverson. Mark's an educational assistant at Peacock Collegiate. He's been on this show with Jesse before. Mark has been a mentor for Jesse, Jesse the mentee, uh, for 10 years, Jesse, hey? Mm-hmm. Since high school. Basically about that, uh, yeah. It's, it's, good. it's almost emotional to me. <laughs> Seems just like yesterday, Jess. <laughs> it almost does seem like yesterday. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. And, uh, and, and good for you guys sticking together. Like you've, been, you've formed a real good friendship. We mm-hmm. stick together. Like Springs 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 Heather. Heather. <laughs> right on. Uh, Mark and Jesse have uh, have joined together for a, a number of fundraising projects over the course of the last several years. Remind us, Mark, uh, some some of the examples. 
Uh, we're usually involved with uh, Telemirico. Um, we do various uh, activities for for that friend fundraising effort. Uh, we've we've um, done a night of warmth where we've slept outside and. Minus 40, I think it was, or close to it for uh, awareness and raising funds for Riverside Mission. Um, Last year, we had a haunted house. Um, We usually usually volunteer for Sukunin, but because of COVID the last couple of years, um, that's been been, uh, put back till next year, I think. But um, so we had our own haunted house last year and we... Um, we had a lot of fun with that. It was really good. Uh, we raised some funds in appreciation uh, for uh, Musha Police Service and the uh, Musha Fire Fire Service. Um, it was just to uh, to thank them for what they do. And this year, we uh, Jesse came up with the idea that we wanted to show appreciation for uh, staff that work at the uh, Wigmore Hospital. So, so this year, we're just going to ask for a, a silver collection, and uh, we've got, uh, uh, I think, an exceptional show for them this year. It's a and, Halloween uh, haunted house, and it's happening yes. at two twenty-two Athabasca Street yep. West. Jesse, tell me about it. It's all. It's going to be in the backyard, and you're and you're hoping to get donations for people to come through, right? Mm-hmm. So the donations are completely optional. You don't have to if you want to. I'm going to be one of the tour guides who will lead you all around the yard and whatnot. And they, we will have an age age advisory. Like, no, we don't recommend anyone under eight to come into the yard. We can still give you candy, though, because there will be candy. That's what the kids like. And we've been working hard with uh, building props, decorations, and we actually got quite a big team together to be doing this. So we got, I think, about six or seven different scares planned in the backyard. Okay, so it's going to be a scary haunted house. Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. We didn't uh, waste no time thinking about it. We just went right into it. Right over the past few weeks here. And the work is well underway, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, front, uh, the front part is not done yet, but we'll have that uh, set up on how we not we night because we don't want anyone taking any of the decorations or anything. Yeah, way to go. Good stuff. And the money raised this time around, Mark, uh, going to uh, healthcare professionals uh, at our Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. Yeah, um, whatever we uh, whatever we gather up. Similar to what we did last year, we're just going to, uh, you know, uh, get some donuts and uh, as much coffee as we can buy with the funds that we raise just to uh, go up there one evening and uh, hopefully uh, just cover the whole shift <laughs> that's working uh, at the hospital just to, to say thanks for what they do. Right on. Well, way to go, guys. Again, it's uh, it's Sunday. Now, what time does it start, Jesse? Uh, we're thinking 6.30 probably. Yeah, 6 or so. You know, at, at uh, sundown. Yeah, okay. six six 6.30 somewhere now. Yeah, sundown these days is before 6 o'clock. So yeah. there you, you can start at 6. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I guess so. <laughs> Again, everybody's going to be welcome. The address is 222 Athabasca Street West, so just a couple of blocks off of Main Street in downtown Moose Jaw. It's a Halloween haunted house, and uh, your donations will be welcome. And again, uh, they'll use the money raised to uh, buy some treats for our hardworking healthcare professionals at the Dr. F.H. Wigmore Regional Hospital. Anything Ooh. else that you'd like to add, yes. Jesse? Don't forget to vote for us for the best house in Moose Jaw. Oh, yeah, because I think the uh, the top three win a prize or something. Like mm-hmm. One more thing is, uh, yeah, I'd like just to thank the uh, ACT Service Club who uh, made a donation to sort of kickstart the, uh, the, uh, the little can of funds that we're raising for the uh, hospital staff. Awesome. Way to go. Appreciate it, guys. 222 Athabasca Street West, a can't-miss stop on your Halloween tour. This coming Sunday night, and Mark is dressed in a in a Tom Brady Tampa Bay Bucker, a Buccaneers jersey and a and a Kansas City Chiefs hat. Like Jesse, should he not pick a team here? <laughs> <laughs> I like 
I like both these teams, so uh, <laughs> although the Chiefs are uh, really struggling these days. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just happen to like both those teams. Awesome. Well, you're mm-hmm. looking good, pal. Jesse, uh, Mark, thanks for all you do in the community, and I uh, hope you have a great crowd on Sunday night at 222 Athabasca Street West. Thank you for having us on the Heartland at noon. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Appreciate it. We'll be back in a moment. This is Jordan with the Cinnaboy Livestock. We had a pre-sorted calf sale on October 19th. 300 to 400 pounds steer sold from 242 to 257. 400 to 450 pounds steer sold from 238 to 257. 450 to 500 pounds steer sold from 225 to 257. 500 to 550 pounds steer sold from 216 to 228. 550 to 600 pound steer sold from 208 to 219. 600 to 650 pound steer sold from 203 to 210. 650 to 700 pound steer sold from 201 to 206. 700 to 800 pound steer sold from 197 to 203. Heifers are back 30 cents from the steers. We also had a regular sale on October 20th. Cows have come down since our last sale. Heifers sold from 92 to a dollar. D1 and D2 cows sold from 59 to 72 cents. D3 cows sold from 45 to 55 cents. Counter cows sold from 25 to 35 cents. And slaughter sold from 87 to $1.08. Our next sale is October 30th, free sort Angus sale. We're almost booked up for this sale, so make sure to call and book your cattle in at 642-5358. Have a great ranching day. Whether it's a scrimmage with friends, the game-winning goal, or a personal best, sports, activity, exercise, it feels great. But sometimes we overdo it and need help to get back in the game, back on the ice, and back to active. The Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest has the supports embracing you need to do just that. For home health and active living solutions, see the Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest, corner of Main and Thatcher. The Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. Attention malt barley growers. Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland, Metcalf, Synergy, Connect, Fraser, and Bow Barley varieties. And they also require soft white wheat, so send them samples today. Aggressive bids and nearby movement is available for malt barley and soft white wheat into Bigger, Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1-306-948-3500. 1-306-948-3500. Call today. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's a story you can read on Discover Moose Jaw. The Learning Disabilities Association of Saskatchewan has expanded to Moose Jaw, opening up a new office on Dominica West in downtown Moose Jaw. The office has several support and education programs that are available to all people with or without learning disabilities, as our Haley Shirky found out. I spoke with Lisa Heron, Regional Director of the Moose Jaw Branch of the Learning Disabilities of Saskatchewan, about the opening of the Moose Jaw Office. So the LDAS Moose Jaw Branch is opening. Um, That's really exciting. So just tell me a little bit about the space. Well, we've got a a small space to start with, but we've got um, a classroom for our adult education program um, that delivers pre-GED and GED uh, preparation classes. We have some offices, one that houses GED testing so that people can, in Moose Jaw, can come here to write their GED test. And then we have an open space, too, where we're delivering some tutoring and something we call Homework Club, which is a free tutoring 
program offered on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5 till 8, and parents are able to book in uh, at a time for their child, and the kids bring their homework, and there's a teacher that will work with them one-on-one. So um, depending on the evening, there's a certain number of appointments available, and they book in and come on in. So that's some of our space information. Okay, awesome. So you kind of answered my next question as to what kind of programs do you offer. So do you just want to go a little bit more in depth with the other programs that you have? Absolutely. So along with our adult education program and our tutoring, our homework club, we also deliver tutoring, K-12 tutoring uh, for fee-for-service. So um, the clients would pay um, by the by the session. Additionally, we offer ADHD coaching. So clients who have been diagnosed or suspect ADHD um, participate in coaching. Um, we have something called academic strategy. Academic strategy is primarily offered and supportive of uh, students in post-secondary who have any kind of disability and may be struggling to be everything, pull everything together for their post-secondary. And the academic strategist helps them get organized, uh, study skills, whatever they might need to support them in uh, getting ready for their, uh, for their classes. Another service that we deliver is um, testing to diagnose learning disabilities and ADHD in particular. We have a psychologist, registered psychologist on staff who's able to diagnose um, ADHD and learning disabilities as well as screen for other mood disorders. So that service is really exciting to have here as well. Yeah, that's really cool. So instead of someone having to book an appointment with a doctor, they can just come down to your building? Yeah, exactly. Um, for an ADHD assessment, for sure. Doctors do diagnose ADHD. Doctors do not diagnose learning disabilities. A psychoeducational assessment involves anywhere up to six hours of different kinds of pen and paper, question, answer, activities, different tests that the psychologist uses to um, diagnose a learning disability and or ADHD. So it's quite an involved process and something that uh, you know family physicians don't have the time to do. They um, definitely, ADHD diagnosis is a little bit different, but definitely for learning disability, it is the only way to get diagnosed with a learning disability is to have a psychoeducational assessment. I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. ADHD is different than a learning disability? Yeah, ADHD is a, a mood disorder. It's a neurochemical, sorry for getting scientific, but it's a neurochemical disorder. So essentially, it impacts blood flow in the brain, and it causes the different symptoms of ADHD. Simplified, that's the best way to explain it. Whereas a learning disability is a biological disorder. It has to do essentially with the wiring of a brain. And so how the information comes into uh, a person's brain if they have a learning disability will be different. It's not that they can't learn, um, but they learn differently. So the processing um, that, of that information sometimes takes a little bit longer than other people, um, but it's how the information comes in. ADHD and learning disabilities are two different things for sure, but some of the impacts they have on people in terms of um, trouble at school, or even as adults, different impacts on relationships, workplace, things like that are similar. So we do, as an umbrella service, although we're the Learning Disability Association, we do 
support many, many clients with ADHD as well. Who can access your resources? Do they have to have ADHD or a learning disability? No. No, we will take anybody, um, you know, so anybody who wants tutoring support and they're in kindergarten through grade 12, um, we will support them. Um, anyone who wants to get an assessment, because maybe they don't know if they have one, a learning disabilities might be suspected or ADHD. Um, our ADHD coaching really works on what's called executive functions. And executive functions are functions that we use to self, self-control, self-management, uh, relationship building, organization, planning, preparation, rational thinking. So there are lots of people who are impacted, their executive functions are impacted a lot by stress, um, by a learning disability, definitely by ADHD, but by other things as well. And our coaches will work with people on those executive function skills as well. So we never turn somebody away um, if they said they wanted ADHD coaching. We don't say, where's your diagnosis? We don't do that at all. Um, If they want to get a diagnosis, we will definitely help them move towards that. But it isn't necessary to get any of our services, for sure. Okay, that's awesome. So a very inclusive environment, which is a really Mm -hmm. good thing to have in the city. And so it is um, Dyslexia Awareness Month. Are you doing anything to celebrate? We definitely are. In fact, it's also Learning Disability Awareness Month and ADHD Awareness Month. So um, part of the reason why we're doing our grand opening this month is in honor of that. Uh, Additionally, last week we had a webinar on uh, the basics of ADHD. We have a webinar next week on the 27th, uh, the basics of learning disabilities. Um, And we've also been using social media a lot to post uh, different myths about learning disabilities and ADHD um, and facts and just, you know, building up awareness for sure. And we'll continue to uh, do that throughout, uh, throughout the year, actually. But we really used this month to launch a lot of different awareness campaigns. All right, Lisa, that was all of the questions that I had today. Is there anything else that you would like to add that I might have missed? So one of the things about our adult education program is that, you know, we, we deliver, it's continuous intake. So when people come and they want to get their GED, we work with them to figure out where they're at and deliver personal instruction from that point to get them to the point where they are able to um, take their GED exams. We don't have a specific time frame that they have to work within. Some people are faster than others. And once again, they don't have to have a learning disability or ADHD to participate in our adult education program. Um, but we do have that service as well. And um, there is there are some GED programs in the city which are wonderful. Um, the one thing we do have that they don't have is that continuous intake. So if somebody's missed the opportunity to attend one of those other programs, we are available you know, for them to join in at any time of the year. Very good. I do believe this will make a difference in our community. That's Lisa Heron from the Learning Disabilities Association of Saskatchewan. New office in Moose Jaw. Again, it's at 109 Aminica Street West. And if you'd like more information, that story's on discovermoosejaw.com today. And at our quick links on Discover Moose Jaw, you're flying Classroom of the Month. And it's time to start nominating new classrooms because we just picked a winner this week. Highlights coming up. Classes in session. Time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 CHAB. 
The hit song Uptown Girl by Billy Joel was originally titled Uptown Girls, plural. Joel says the song was inspired by real girls that he had dated over the years and at the time he felt like a downtown guy surrounded by uptown girls. Joel started writing the song when he was dating then-girlfriend, famous supermodel, Elle McPherson. After the two broke up, he began a relationship with his future wife, Christy Brinkley, who was not only one of the song's inspirations, but also starred in the video. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Silver Star Salvage and Recycling. Recycle your metal and steel at their drop-off bin. Open 24 hours a day. SilverStarRecycling.ca Andy's Transmission and Automotive. For over 55 years, complete automotive and diagnostic repairs. Cross Canada Flooring, Moose Jaw's largest independent full-service flooring store and insurance specialist. Check out their in-stock specials. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Sunny this afternoon, winds gusting up to 40 kilometers an hour and a high of 11. Tonight, clear, becoming partly cloudy, a low of plus 1. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud. Winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, but dying down in the afternoon, a high of 18. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of plus 3. Halloween Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, but a low of 0. And Monday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 0. A reminder that there is a walk-in vaccination clinic over at the Golden Nugget at the exhibition rounds until 5 o'clock tonight. The clinic will be offering the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines as well as the flu shot. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discarmooshaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's the Classroom of the Month from Discover Moose Jaw and 800 CHAB. It's brought to you by Factory Optical, Rapture Spa and Boutique, and Family Pizza Moose Jaw. Local mom, Taryn Mako, and her daughter, nominated Mrs. Baum. Grade 6 teacher at Sunningdale School and Mrs. Baum's Grade 6 class is our Classroom of the Month. Our Courtney Fielder on the phone with... Taryn, to start. Hi, Taryn. It's Courtney Fielder calling from Mix 103, Country 100, and 800 CHAB. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I am just calling because uh, we see that you entered in here for Classroom of the Month. Yes, I did. And we just drew your name here for the Classroom of the Month. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's one of your kids' classrooms, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yes. What, what grade and what school? Uh, grade six, Sunningdale. Oh, awesome! And who's the teacher there? Mrs. Baum. Oh, nice! And how's how's Miss Baum as a teacher for your kids? Do they love her? Yeah, they love her. She's pretty great. Oh, that's fantastic! Is this like their first year having her as a teacher, or? Yes, yes. And what's their favorite thing about uh, having her as a teacher? Uh, do you want to ask her? Sure. Hello. Hi. And what's your name? Addie. What's your favorite thing about having Mrs. Baum as a teacher? Um, she yeah. helps me learn. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's Courtney calling here from the radio stations, and uh, your classroom just won Classroom of the Month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that means you and your class are going to get a pizza party thanks to your mom for entering you in. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good, hey? Yeah. What's your favorite pizza? Um... Awesome, Addie. Well, you're going to have a blast with your classroom coming up soon here, okay? Okay. (laughs) Can I talk to your mom again? Yeah. 
<laughs> what made you decide to enter in for Classroom of the Month? What made me decide yeah. to enter in? Um, well, actually, Miss Baum, um, her daughter plays volleyball with my older uh, daughter, and she's always at volleyball games marking papers and, you know, always on the clock. So Aww. I thought she deserved that. That's awesome. Well, we cannot wait to go and surprise her as well with a call here this morning. Awesome. Hello. Hi. Is this Mrs. Baum? It is. Hi, it's Courtney calling from Mix 103-800-CHAB and Country 100. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You're probably wondering why I'm calling you, hey? Uh, Of course I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just calling you because uh, this school year here at the radio stations, we are doing something new and exciting with the new contest we have for classrooms called Classroom of the Month. And I am just calling to let you know that uh, your grade six class is our first classroom of the month. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> guess what? That's so awesome because they're awesome. Aw. And from what I've heard, too, you are awesome as well. Uh, Taryn Mako had uh, nominated uh, your classroom, and she had so many nice things to say about you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, the feeling's mutual to these this crew here. They're, all, they're so awesome. They bring me joy every day. Aw, that's awesome. How long have you been teaching at Sunningdale? This is my third year at Sunningdale. With you guys winning Classroom of the Month for the month of October, that means you got some sweet prizes here. You get a whole pizza party for the whole class from Family Pizza. Ooh, yay. A custom art piece for the class in 32 flavors. Awesome. And you're also going to get a prize here for being such a fantastic teacher with all these kids here. Uh, you're going to receive a relaxation massage from Raptor Spa and Boutique. Oh, Okay, now I feel spoiled. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. No problem at all. Thank you to everybody. A little break in downtime there for you as well, because we know you teachers are working so hard. You know what? It's a good team effort. (laughs) It's just, you know what? It's a good team effort. And I guess that's part of what is lovely here is that it's the kids that are great, the families that are great. The staff's great. Like, it's just a great team effort, really. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you think your class is going to be pretty excited when you tell them today that they're classroom of the month? Do I get to tell them? You do, yeah. Oh, yay. I get to be the bearer of great news. Yes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Okay, they're going to be so excited. Mrs. Baum's grade 6 class at Sunningdale School wins the pizza party from Family Pizza. So now it's time to get entered again. If you've got a, a special teacher, a special classroom in your life, get entered. Go to Classroom uh, classroom of the Month uh, under Quick Links on discovermoosejohn.com. We'll take a brief time out and we'll be back. Poppy Day is coming up Saturday in Moose Jaw. Royal Canadian Legion Branch 59 President Roy LeBuick explains next. Hey, Alexa. Play 800 CHAB. Wait, how'd you do that? Who's Alexa? Our new smart device. Oh, I thought you got a dog and she hit play on the stereo. Set up your Alexa to play 800 CHAB. It's as easy as the click of a button. Find instructions under the quick links at discovermoosejaw.com. Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Cantera Seeds, a Roundup-ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. 
Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Kantera.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. Hi, this is Gail from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans. We provide our members with many activities such as darts, shuffleboard, pool, cribbage, meat draws, and more. We do yearly fundraisers, and it is not necessarily to be a veteran or an active service member to belong to the organization. Memberships are as low as $35 per year. And for 2022, we are giving veterans and service members complimentary memberships for new members only. Drop in or give us a call. We're located at 279 High Street West or 306-692-4412 or 306-681-5998. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. Beachcomber Hot Tubs, 270 Caribou Street West in Moose Jaw. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. So, preparations are underway for the upcoming Remembrance Day service in Moose Jump, and the event, uh, once again, will have to be live-streamed with limited seating available. Uh, but you'll be able to watch the ceremonies from the Jones Parkview Funeral Home uh, on Remembrance Day. So uh, the Royal Canadian Legion was hoping to have Mosaic Place open, but just because of the pandemic, it's not a good thing to do. But ahead of November 11th, the Royal Canadian Legion, Branch 59, will be holding their annual Poppy Day sale this weekend. Poppy Day Saturday, and they need some volunteers. Tegan Whitco spoke with the president of the local Legion, Roy Lubuick. Well, Poppy Day is going to be this Saturday. We are going to have some uh, some people out uh, selling uh, poppies on some of the street corners in specific locations. Uh, we've also got something brand new, uh, for Poppy Day and they will be out actually, um, you know, between, uh, uh, you know, Poppy Day and, uh, Remembrance Day. We have, um, tap and go boxes, donation boxes now where you can get your poppy and you can tap your debit or credit card. Um, and there's a set amounts of $2, $5 or $10, which will be, uh, located. There's eight of them that'll be located, uh, uh, around Moose Jaw. Uh, so something new to try. Um, I think this will be something, uh, you know, uh, in the years to come, we may see more and more of them. Uh, it's uh, uh, very secure. Uh, and like I say, your your poppy is right there. You can just scan your card and you know what? Take your poppy and away you go. We're really looking forward to that. That's super convenient because in this day and age, I don't know about you, Roy, but I don't really carry cash. <laughs> No, not many people seem to be carrying cash. Uh, you know, even in, you know, the past uh, a few years when we've been out selling poppies and that, I know uh, people still will donate and that. Some, some will come back with cash. Uh, and I know some people, uh, when I've worked the street corner, said, oh, if, you know, if you could only take a credit card or a debit card. And, well, here we are. We're at that stage now where a debit and a credit card will work. And, uh, you know what, if it goes over well, Hopefully, we'll get to see some more of these, uh, like I say, in the years to come. Technology certainly is a beautiful thing, Roy. Where are those locations, by the way? Is there somewhere we can find the the specific locations of where you'll be out with the poppies this weekend? They are 
they're working on a list. Uh, we've got a few places downtown. I know uh, there'll be, uh, you know, down on Main and High Street. Um, there will be, I believe, you know, uh, our, our usual display up at the Town and Country Mall as well. Uh, they'll be there on, uh, on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and then, like I say, Saturday, there, there will be, you know, a group out and about uh, throughout uh, uh like I think in front of Safeway. Uh, you know, some of the local businesses in the downtown area. And uh, I think there will be a few just, uh, you know, somewhere up on along Thatcher Drive. So, uh, you know, and our poppy boxes uh, will be out at various business locations as well. So uh, if you don't get the, a chance to buy a poppy on Saturday, I'm sure at uh, a lot of the local establishments and that here in town, uh, you'll see our poppy boxes, that's for sure. If anybody would like to volunteer to uh, help for one hour this coming Saturday, uh, to sell some poppies, uh, please give the office a call at 692-5453. And all of the money that is raised through the poppy campaign, that money stays here in Moose Jaw to help the Moose Jaw and area veterans. Fantastic. Roy, is there anything else that you'd like to add today? Anything else that we didn't cover? Yeah. You know, this, this year is the 100th anniversary of the poppy. It was uh, 1921, the veterans uh, of that day uh, had... Uh, decided that the poppy was going to be the flower of remembrance for our veterans and fallen comrades. And uh, 2021 marks the 100th anniversary uh, of the poppy. And there is a commemorative poppy pin that is available uh, down at our uh, branch office. If you would like to get one, uh, you're more than welcome to call down to the office or go down uh, to our office at 268 High Street West between Monday and Friday from uh, um, 9 till 4. And you can purchase one there as well. So it's, this is an, a very special year as well with this, with it being the, the 100th anniversary of the poppy. You know, there's, you think about it, there's, there's not a lot of things that could say they were been around for 100 years. But we're proud of the fact that our poppy is now is 100 years old. And that'll, that'll only continue to grow. Hi, I'm Clive Tolley. I've been a coach for many years, volunteering my time to minor hockey, minor girls softball, and minor baseball. Working with our young people, I've learned that leadership, vision, and teamwork are the path to success. As a city councillor and as a person active in our community, I've learned from experience how we should plan for the future. I'm running for mayor so I can make a difference and bring practical solutions to our city's problems. I ask for your vote at the advanced polls. Hop on the trolley. Vote for Tolly. Paid for and authorized by the official agent for Clive Tolley. The ninth annual Pause for Pledges Radiothon is November 5th on our sister station, Country 100. We rely on your support to help the Moose Jaw Humane Society care for the animals who call the shelter home until they're adopted. The amount of medical care each animal needs varies, and with over 1,000 animals each year, the costs add up quickly. Your donation will give the gift of time to many animals, and every donation helps save the life of an animal in the shelter. Please help us reach our $85,000 goal by donating to the Pause for Pledges Radiothon. Cornerstone Christian School is proud to present their 24th musical, Susical, at the May Wilson Theatre in the Moose Jaw Cultural Centre, November 10th to 13th. A person's a person. This fun family musical tale is based on the works of Dr. Seuss and is brought to the stage through special arrangement with Music Theatre International. Tickets are on sale now and will sell out. For tickets, go to moosejawculture.ca. Cornerstone Christian School's 24th musical, Susical, the Musical, November 10th to 13th. 
If the results from our poll are any indication, we are going to see lots of trick-or-treaters on the streets on All Hallows' Eve. The poll, which you can participate in on discovermoosejaw.com, shows the majority of locals, 63% as of this morning, say their family will be trick-or-treating on Sunday night. About 25% say no, the risk is too high. 7% are planning to stick to family and friends, while 6% are undecided. It's the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, that continues to be in play here. Chances are the kids will have to do a lot of walking to gather treats because not all homeowners will open their doors to the neighborhood kids. A new survey from Leger and the Association for Canadian Studies found fewer than half of Canadians will welcome visitors on Sunday night due to the pandemic and the associated risks. 56% say they would not participate, with about half of them saying they would normally hand out the candy. I'm Rob Kearney.